I'm Jasmine Ruiz, and I'm a comedian, writer from New York City, and you're watching Folks Alert on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Jasmine Ruiz. Jazzy, Jazzy, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Kiko? I am. I'm not doing bad. I'm. Listen, I'm. I'm good. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that over bad. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I, I can't. I can't complain, man. I, I cannot complain at all. So, how's your How's your day going? It's It's going good. It's been a busy day. Very, very eventful. Well, um, living in New York City, every day is busy, mm -hmm. right? You know, it's crazy because even on days that I'm not actually busy, it feels super busy. That's just the energy. That's that's just the vibe. And I don't really think there's any way to get out of it. Okay. All right. Uh, first, let me say I am very entertained with your social media, right? Thank you. Um, I'm so glad. You you popped up on my timeline as uh, Doctor G. Went to your page, <laughs> yeah. I went. I was like, "What the hell is this?" So I went to your page and I like, okay, all right, I I like this. Then I went to your TikTok, and you got a yeah, whole yeah. you got a whole thing going on at TikTok. You know? Yes, yes. I love TikTok. TikTok is like TikTok's like my first love. But now but now we're like we're like fighting. We're, we're we're not we're not on the best terms, but I do I do I do still love me some TikTok. As for you, right? Uh, mm -hmm. We got Instagram. We have TikTok, mm -hmm. and I think it's be between those two social media. It's easy, right? Depending on how you use it, it's kind of easy for you to like really get your point across. Yes, yes. Which, which, which I, one I works best so. for you? Which one works best for you? Um, I think it depends. I feel like TikTok was was really the first platform that I was able to um, explore my comedic side. You know, um, not that I wasn't doing it on Instagram because I was. But when TikTok came out, I was able to do it in a different way. It was like a lot more silly and ridiculous and like all these fun features that Instagram didn't have. And, you know, that was that was definitely uh, uh, it just ignited further ignited the spark I would say of you know my own passion for comedy and I took what I had been doing on Instagram and just mm. added to it and threw that on TikTok now as a comedian you know you, you're right so uh, uh, one thing with being a comedian your timing's gotta be on right so yes. what do you prefer and I, I mean I know you write for for yourself but what do you mm -hmm. do, do you like being this you like the stage or you prefer behind the scene of writing um both <laughs> i definitely love the stage um i love to be in front of the camera or you know on stage literally and i like writing as well i don't i mean i like to I, i'll do stuff off the cuff you know if i have like a really fun idea i'm like oh my god i gotta just get this out for fun i'll throw it out there 
Um, but if there's something that, you know, I want to be more highly, highly produced, then mm-hmm. that's definitely something that I'm going to write. So, I, I mean, I like both. I like both. And I think that's part of um, being just the multifaceted person. It's like you want to get your hands in multiple pots and mm-hmm. have, you know, uh, a space to touch everything. Right. Uh, you being from New York City. uh I'm from New York. You're from the Bronx. I'm from Brooklyn. Hey. It's it's not uh content is endless, right? You don't ever run oh. out of content. <laughs> if um if I ever do run out of content cuz there are times you're not going to you're not going to run out of content. You can, it's not that externally you can't run out of content, but internally, you know, and I I know I know this is something that a lot of creatives go through internally sometimes you know we all love that that moment where you're like i'm inspired i have this sudden burst of like 50 million ideas and i got to get them all out right now and do it in the moment and you know when those when the fits of passion come through we have to capitalize on it and sometimes it's just not happening uh in those times i like mm. to force myself to like write something um even even if i'm just like trying to like get some ideas down or you know, rework something in the past because it definitely happens where I, I get into these funks and I'm like, I couldn't like think of an idea to save my life. So how am I going to continue and push past that? Um, and most of the times the answer is go learn something, you know, go read a book, go watch a masterclass, do something. Hmm. You, I want to talk to you a little, I want to get, I want to talk about your writing, but I want, I want to come back to the writing mm-hmm. for, a, uh, yeah. for a moment, but I want to talk to you about, there, there's a character that you created and you, you've been working a lot of it on social mm-hmm. media, which is mm-hmm. Dr. G. Which one of your family members is Dr. G? Oh, God. I'm, I don't, I don't want to be too specific, but it's one of my family members okay. that... Um, so in real life, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm soft, okay? I'm very sensitive. And, um, you know, a lot of people are like, Really? But yeah, I am. I am. I'm like low-key nerd and I love to read and growing up, I, I didn't really love being out in these streets and whatever. Not to say I never hung out because we all hit our teenage stage where we're like, right, oh, we're going right. to go hang out. Um, but one of my family members would be like, yo, my man, you so soft. You soft. You so-. would always just tell me I'm soft, even if I was going through stuff. Right. And I'm like, you know, just because you have it worse than me doesn't mean that, like, I'm soft. Like, my, my problems are still valid. They're just not as bad as your problems. But, you know, people like to one-up you on, like, trauma and shit. So uh, I was just like, all right, well, what if I turn this into uh, a character? And instead of him making, like, people feel worse because he is invalidating them, like, what if that actually helped? Because... In a way, I, I really can see it. I can understand both sides. I can have the empathy there to be like, you know what? I understand how someone who has the words would be like, shut up, you're so soft. But um, yeah, that that that's where it came from. I was like, well, what what if this was like actually helpful? So I would say writing Doctor G was really cathartic for me. Mm. I want to play a clip. I want to play a little clip from Doctor G, and we'll come back. We'll talk. Go for it, um, go for it. <laughs> because Dr. G have a way of presenting things. Um, <laughs> I can relate to some of it, right? We, mm-hmm. I think we I think we all got a family member like Dr. G 
in our household. I think I think we can. I think I think that's why a lot of people love him because one, we all know someone that's like really out here in the struggle, had a hard life, and because they had it so hard, they're completely unable to empathize right. with anyone else. Like right. everyone knows. I feel like everyone knows someone like that. Absolutely. Um, at the same time, we also know what it feels like when, you know, we're really moved by something and are, you know, something just feels so serious to us. And maybe it's not serious in the grand scheme of things, but like we still living our life and it's serious to us in our life. And, you know, it could get you down sometimes. And, you know, I always think it's good to look on the bright side. And that really is what Dr. G's doing in the essence. He's looking on the bright side. And invalidating you, but he's looking on the bright side, so he's toxic, but he, he's trying to help. <laughs> right. Let me play the clip of Dr. G. We'll be right back. Okay. Y'all use this to keep warm? Y'all ain't got to turn your oven on? They ain't had no heat. Growing up, I ain't had no heat. I had to put on the oven and pray I didn't die from carbon monoxide. Nitra ain't care. Y'all make s'mores up in this shit? Y'all doing that soft shit? Can I get one? Your, your cat's got a jungle gym? Yo, kids in my block? They, they, they ain't even got a park? Cause that's the gym! Your cat's out here with the fucking amusement park? God, I love him. I love him. <laughs> he like he's he's so used to like being in the hood. He sees non-hood things, and he's just like like a whole new world to him. The, the, listen, the, the cat got a jumble gym. Did it for me. Like, yo, but, yo, that's that's real. That's real. But but listen, but a lot of these pets that when when I see people with their pets and these pets got all these things, these toys, and it's like. Somebody's making a lot of money off of pets. Yeah. You know. Oh, for sure. For off sure. of pet Listen, accessories. I, I spoil your mind. I spoil your mind big time. <laughs> now, with, with how... With Dr. G, right? Mm-hmm. Being the way he is, uh, do you... The stuff that... Do you write for him or this is just straight Instagram off the cuff? Okay, I'm just going to... I'm just going to film something. Uh, okay. Let me get into okay. makeup and get into character. How, tell me yeah. about that process. So Dr. G, he's a character and within mm-hmm. his character, there are like several series. So there's like the Dr. G therapy series where mm. he's sitting on the couch and he's actually doing therapy. All of that is written. And I spend a lot of time on that. I write it. Um, and then as I record it, you know, I also leave room for improv too. Um, in case everything, anything happens to pop up off the dome, then I'll like just throw it in there and look it back later. Then they have the, the travel series. So I just started the travel series in September, no, late August. Um, I went to a wedding in Mexico and I was like, what if I took Dr. G with me to Mexico? (laughs) Like he's never been out the Bronx. He gets out the hood for the first time. He sees some, he sees like, you know, he's on a resort. Everything's Yo. Like, come on. Come right, on. right. I was like, this is like an opportunity. And a lot of people like my Bronx Girl Visit series. So that's mm-hmm. like a series that I do just as myself. Um, 
And, you know, that whole series is about like a Bronx girl visiting places and she's trying to bring the Bronx with her and she will not adapt to the place. Okay. Mm, it's really right, ridiculous. So right. I was like, well, what if I bring Dr. Dew with me and do the same thing? So any, any of the travel series that's off the dome, like straight off the cuff, I'll just, yo, here, take my phone and I'm going to record it. Um, but any of the therapy sitting down series that's scripted. Okay. Well, there is, yeah. there is some therapy, um, sitting down series. Um, here is one here that I found very interesting. Uh, you know, okay. you were, you were, and I think I called this one bully, right? Let's take bully. a look. Yeah. Bully. And let's take a look at this. We'll come back. <laughs> look serious. I'm getting bullied on the internet. Oh shit. They threatening you? No. They sending you a computer virus or something? No. So let me get this straight. They talking smack? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Why don't you just put down the phone? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, that how, one. How don't you just log <laughs> off? Right. Just log off. I just find that, like, I think internet bullying is the most optional level of bullying. You know, like, you could just not read the comments. Not to say that internet bullying is not, like, a big deal. Okay. I don't want people coming from my neck being like, mm -hmm. oh my God. Do you know? Do you know what happens to people that get bullied on the internet? And, you know, there's serious ramifications. And there are because. Absolutely. 2022 people are living on the internet Absolutely. so to be like banished from where the world is living you know that's that 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 is serious not not minimizing it however you don't got to read the comments you know what i'm saying i i you know when when i saw this clip i i i could relate to that right we all have yeah. we, we all have that troller in our comments that want to get your attention yeah i also and, just think that's like part of putting yourself out there like if you're going to be a creator um and you're making content you are opening yourself up to scrutiny from other people true. so you got to have a tough skin and you know you got to be able to ignore it well that that's that's part of the game right that is that is mm -hmm. part of the game and that's and that's part of life you know, you people right. people are gonna criticize you. Not everyone's right. going to enjoy the content that you're putting out. And yeah. uh, for some, I made people, one for that too. Uh, I'm sorry. I made one for that too. It's like if you don't like my content, just why don't you just keep scrolling? Well, they want to be they want to be entertained. You know, I think I think people yeah. they don't like it, but they want they'll come and watch you. Hey, they, they got people out there that really don't like you, but they'll come and to your people page. people that love to hate. Like That's hating is thing. fun for some people. people. That's their thing. You know, not everyone's a happy person. And if you're not happy, you're going to take joy in being miserable on the internet. So I also just feel like, you know, if someone is bullying you on the internet, um, they probably don't have much going on for them in their actual life. So, you know, just move with grace and try to ignore it. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I mean, how do you deal with that? Do you just do you, you, you just block them or it. just you just ignore it? I ignore it. That's one way of dealing with it, mm -hmm. right? I, I I don't care. I'm happy. Also, you know, when you create content for yourself, you don't need the external validation. 
like yeah it's really nice and i love when people love my stuff um but you know whether people are sending me a lot of hate or people are sending me a lot of love i'm still gonna move the same like i'm moving for myself you know i make these videos for myself i put out there what i want to see what i think is funny so if someone else finds it funny great then those are my people we have the same humor and if someone mm -hmm. doesn't find it funny then they don't find it funny and that's fine because you don't gotta like my stuff true true Dr. G is not on here's here's a clip of Dr. G um talking to uh doing therapy about COVID. Let's play let's let hear a little bit of this. Back in my day, when I was in the pen, I did two years in a box. Solitary confinement. No. <laughs> yup. I had to hug myself. <laughs> what? I made friends with the water bugs. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Dr. G is so kind of, he, he is very animated, right? He is, he is. He is, he is animated. Now, not only Dr. G is doing therapy but i, I saw a mm -hmm. clip from your your podcast where uh tell me about that podcast and you and your co-host what do you, what do you guys do uh yeah so i co-host the rick h show um with rick and we talk to different people we have different guests um in all different industries mm -hmm. and we just shoot the shit with them you know we talk a little bit about what they're doing maybe we'll ask them about you know uh what they feel about something that might be trending or you know play a random game with them or you know we just we, it's, a, it's a comedic podcast we're just shooting the shit and um yeah so sometimes dr g is on those episodes and uh he will talk to one of our guests and you know give them advice or whatever whatever comes out of his mouth that day <laughs> okay well let's let's look at clip let's take a clip from your podcast we'll come back Okay. This is called Blind Date, by the way. A blind... Let me ask you a question. Dr. G, if Dr. G was taking Black Rose on a date, what would that look like? You're going to go... First, you're going to cop a couple of 40. Okay. Like OE? Yeah. Okay. okay. Then we're going to go to Sofrito. Okay. okay. Eat some good goods. She loved that. Okay. We're gonna get some some penny coladas. Hey, you know, wow. you an island girl. You know, playing. <laughs> and then we going back to the crib. Mm. And I'm not even gonna charge you for a second. What? I give you all the therapy you want. All right. Oh. Any oh other God. questions you need advice on? Rose, um, yeah. No, I think I'm good. I think I'll just see you later. You know? Oh, you shit. Stay, you stay on top of that comedy game. You heard? Mm. Keep it pushing. Mm. Don't be sore. You're going to be all right. All right. Yo, What's wrong with Dr. G? Huh? Ah, he's a ladies' man. He's always hollering at everybody. Um, Literally everybody. He's a dog. Uh, No. No, I I, th I think Dr. G is just uh, soft, uh, hard on the outside, but soft on the inside. He's just well, even softening up with his travels. He's like seeing the world out there, and he's like, "This hood life might not be for me because it's 
It's looking pretty pretty luxurious out here. Isn't it great when when Dr. G leaves the hood and he sees a diff? He, he understand that there's more to the Bronx he, when you leave. You know what? It is great. Yep, yep. It's a very uh, life changing experience for him. Very. Uh, your writing. I want to talk to you mm -hmm. about your writing. You've been you've been working on a project, Hush Hush. Uh, yes. Kind of. You don't know where you're gonna end up with it. Whether Netflix, mm -hmm. HBO. Can you tell me a little bit about that project? Um, yeah, you know, it's uh it's about it's inspired by my own life, not 100% based on my own life, but it is inspired by it. Um, and you know, I really want to create, you know, what I want to see, like I said earlier, and um, you know, I started writing it in 2020 and it was after I watched the Easter Ray masterclass and she was saying how like, you know, if there's something that you want to see out there, uh, you need to go make it yourself. And especially if you saw someone else made it and you'd be like, yo, that, that was my idea. She was like, well then get that fire on the ass and go make that show. Um, so I wrote a show, uh, you know, it's about the cycle breakers journey to self-actualization and fulfilling your potential. Mm -hmm. And it talks about, you know, like just, it touches on the struggles that like cycle breakers go through as the first in their family to like do everything, you know, graduate high school, college, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you come from a big family? Uh, no, I come from... Uh, my immediate family is very small. It's very, very small. Like three people. <laughs> three, four people. Um, my extended family is larger, yeah. Okay. I saw... I saw... And the reason why I asked that, I saw a clip of you from your Instagram page. You were at the Puerto Rican parade here. Yeah. Look like looked like you had fun. Oh my god, I had so much fun. So this was the um, Latino Excellence Parade. Isn't this uh, the Puerto Rican it, Parade? This is not the Puerto Rican Parade. So the Puerto oh, Rican okay, my apologies. No, 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 no. It, it looks exactly the same. Um, so Mark Rain, um, him and Rose, Black Rose NYC mm -hmm. on IG, um, they organize the um, Latino Excellence Parade. This is the second year that it happened. The first year was uh, COVID, twenty twenty one because they canceled the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And we were like, yo, we got to do something for it. Um, mm -hmm. So we're like, you know what, let, let's make this a yearly thing. So they hosted, again, they got the 2022 version. Uh, we did this and I, it was like such a way, a, a, a really big turnout. It was a really big turnout and it was fun. Um, and so this picture was from that day. It was the week before the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And we took Spanish Harlem. You know, we had like our whole route. We walked around, we waved our flags. You know how it goes. Okay, the music, the food, all that yes, stuff. Yes, of course, of course, the whole nine. Uh, recently, and you're you're Puerto Rican, right? Yeah. Um, I saw on your on your Instagram page you've been helping to raise money for Hurricane Fiona, I believe. Um, I I just put it in my page. I don't want to take credit, as in like you know I'm out here running around doing you know recruiting people, but I did uh, link it on mm -hmm. my page so anyone can donate to me patria and then i changed my um my actual link that you could click on to to the gofundme that's being uh hosted by crazy legs because he's doing a lot of work in pr also so you know i think uh it's really important to help puerto rico so i put them up i saw i saw bad bunny um made a statement as well and listen 
Puerto Rico is what this is what this, the second big hurricane that you guys had. Yeah, this um, is this is the second one. What was the mm-hmm. first one? Like Maria. Was Maria. It, Maria yeah, was did some damage. Crazy damage, serious you know. damage. They, they still have not fully covered uh, recovered from Maria on the island. So definitely, it, that was that was huge. I want to ask you uh, n- not to get too much into politics, but mm-hmm. being from Puerto Rico, being Puerto Rican, and recently Joe Biden went to Puerto Rico, spoke, mm-hmm. I guess, that, to help with the relief. The governor of Puerto Rico uh, made some statement in regards that, you know, Puerto Rico has always been looked over, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think it's time we should have the discussion about Puerto Rico being a state? Um. <clears throat> So, so I'm, I'm from New York. I'm from the Bronx. I'm Puerto Rican. And, you know, some, some people think, you know, oh, if you're not born on the island, you don't have a right to say. Obviously, I disagree with that. Um, and I feel like the, the conversation of statehood versus uh, complete liberty is always one that people are going back and forth between. Right. I personally don't agree with making Puerto Rico state. I think uh, Puerto Rico needs complete freedom. Um, out of the jurisdiction from you know the the states um and i think they should just be a completely separate country and i think it's about time that happened um it's been like over 100 years of just the u.s going in and completely destroying the island from my perspective um and so i just feel like you know your oppressor is never going to work in your favor and therefore liberty is the only way that that's just how i feel let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You say Puerto Rico becoming its own uh, independent country. Mm-hmm. You sure that's that's what you want? Yeah, I'm, I am sure that's what I want. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, I've heard, I've heard the argument that um, Puerto Rico can't stand on its own two legs and yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, well let's see. Let's see. Because... But but once right you, now, but once a lot you of the go that, but once you, guys, yeah, but once you go that way, Jazz, it, it's hard to walk it back. I don't think we should ever walk it back. I mean, the the Puerto Rico is not free. They have to petition to a board, and the board is chosen by the states, and you know the politics are all corrupt, and everyone's a puppet to to the states, the government, and. Puerto Rico will be better off, you know, without without that. That that's how I feel. And would if, would you guys? You know, and I don't know. I don't know the full politics of Puerto Rico. I'm just mm-hmm. my. I'm just an outside. I live in Florida, so mm-hmm. we have a lot of Puerto Ricans here in Florida, mm-hmm. and I'm just going based upon what I've, I'm observing from afar, and you know, maybe. And I guess if that's the position that you have, that position, I don't know how many other people feel the same way. Because what would what would it take for Puerto Rico to be completely independent? What is a petition? I mean, what what would what would ha- an act from Congress? Uh, the island the island has voted on it several times, but um, neither side is strong enough for them to actually make uh, a change. When you say make a ch- when you say they the island like it's voted- not like eighty twenty, you know, it's not like ninety five five, you know, like the island's pretty much split on it. Oh, okay. So so, the, so you guys are it's the it's not yeah. So you everyone's guys divided. Everyone's, everyone's divided. Everyone's divided. So it's not an overwhelming support for independence. Right. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Or or vice versa. 
Gotcha. Right, right. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I feel like Puerto Rico has been getting, you know, a lot more attention and, um, you know, the corruption with Luma and uh, the displacement of Puerto Ricans there and the tax benefits. It's it's all been up for discussion, I think, mm-hmm. on social media. And I'm hoping that will bring forth some type of change. Well, I hope so, too. I hope so, too. Yeah. I definitely hope so. Jazzy Jazz, man. Listen, uh, how long more do you have with writing this script? Uh, the script is done. The oh, it's done. done oh, so. it's done already. Yeah, it's done. It's done. I'm, I'm, it's a slow moving ship. Okay. All right. So just give me time. Give me, okay. give me a few years. It's going to be on TV. Okay. No, not a few years. You're tripping. Listen, things, things take a really long time. No, no, no. Things we take a really long time. We don't time. need years. We don't need years. <laughs> Uh, it's that, that, I'm being realistic. Yeah, I'm being realistic. Right. Yeah. I mean, you'll take a couple meetings, you know. Yeah, take a couple uh, meetings. Yeah, meetings take... take time. Production film takes time. <laughs> Writing the rest of the season takes a few years. Right. Right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Jazz, listen. I, I would listen, man. I, I I enjoy your content on social media. Um, it was a pleasure having you here. I'd I'd love Thank for you, you to come back. Um, you know, I got I got questions for you. You know, I mean, you being a comedian, there's a lot of things that's happening in the comedian world that I'd like to get your your thoughts on, like for some sound. Yeah. Uh, especially, yeah. let me ask you this. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, one of your colleagues, um, uh, is it Ari Spe- Ari Spears? Is his name? Mm-hmm. He he made a I, sta- don't, I don't know. He made the statements about Lizzo. Oh, it's Ari. Uh, it's Ari, Spe- was, Ari Spears. I think his name. Yeah, is. honestly, I don't. I don't even really know who that is. So it's, <laughs> he's not 100 percent relevant in my life. But um, I don't support anyone that's gonna bully Lizzo. And I think everything he said was just really mean. Right. He went a little too far, right? I mean, comedy is comedy, right? I mean, it just wasn't funny. Right. It wasn't funny, but like, where was the joke? I don't know. There wasn't no, no joke. It, it, it wasn't funny. There was I no think... joke. He was just shitting on somebody. And people think that it was it was personal, right? This is how I'm from where I'm sitting. It kind it came across per, like I can make a joke, right? You can make a joke about anything, right? And we could take mm-hmm. it as a joke, but that shit came across a little personal. Well, to make something to say a joke, there needs to be a joke. To just like offend someone with what he said, I mean, there was no joke. I don't know what the punchline was. Um, yeah, it just, it wasn't, he was just bullying her. He was bullying her. And uh, there's a big difference between bullying people and mm. making comedy. And I don't think that was comedy. Got you. That wasn't comedy. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go for that. On that note. Yeah. Jazz, I, I want you to come back, man. You know? Yes. You got to come back and kick yeah. it with me. You know? And kick it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jasmine, listen. Yes. Um, it was a pleasure having you here. Thank you. Um, and I wish you all the best with, uh, with the script that you wrote and I was already written and I know you're going to mm-hmm. take a couple of me- meetings. You have to write yeah. me. I, I know you got to go, you have to go back and do a little rewriting and put me in it. Um, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. You know, I could just be your, your long lost brother or something. We'll figure it out. Okay. Right? I, don't, I don't know about all that. We're still thinking. Let, we will figure it out. Come on. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Listen, it, w- it was a pleasure. Trust Jazz. me, everyone I know is asking me, "Am I in the show? Am I in the show?" 
<laughs> like, guys, no, it's not 100% on my life. Like, there, there was a fake storyline here, you know? Right, definitely. Um, but yes, Neil, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure being here. And Likewise. 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 Okay. All right. You take care. And it was a pleasure. Okay. Take All care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.